Good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shu Untied. Uh, today, I'm very thrilled and honored to have as my guest the voice of Siri, Susan Bennett. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, to prove to everyone that you are indeed the voice of Siri, can you uh, do a little bit of that for me now? What can I help you with? In a quarter of a mile, make a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, tell me, um, how how did you get to be the voice of Siri? Uh, it's such an iconic voice. How did you get to that? Well, it's still kind of a mystery. I really don't know. I did some text-to-speech recording back in 2005, and I've talked to some other original Siri voices that had the very same experience. Uh, I don't know who chose my voice or when they chose it. I don't know if it was the original creators of Siri or if it was someone at Apple, or it may have been Steve Jobs himself, but I don't know. (laughs) So they just contacted you out of the blue one day and said, hey, would you like to be the voice of Siri? Nope, they didn't contact me at all. They, uh, Apple came in after the fact, after all these recordings were done by a text-to-speech company called Nuance. And so they ended up getting our voices from Nuance. Let me explain the recording process. Yeah, please. Hundreds of sentences were created, phrases and sentences, were created for the voice talent to read to get all of the sound combinations in the language. And after these recordings are done, technicians and computers go into the recordings, extract sounds, reform them into new phrases and sentences, and these are what become series answers and GPS, you know, voices and things like that. It's called concatenation, which literally means putting stuff together. Hmm. And so the... They chose the sound of my voice, but I really had absolutely nothing to do with Apple. Um, all of this was done through the text-to-speech company Nuance, and that's why it was a surprise to to those of us who became uh, Siri. Interesting. So, did you? So, you didn't? Are you saying you literally did not even know you were going to be Siri until the until Siri was announced, or were you? Did you have any kind Correct. of? Correct. That's so correct. Funny. I heard from a fellow voice actor who said, "Hey, it's uh, this was October fourth, two thousand eleven." And he wrote and said, hey, we're playing around with this new iPhone app. Isn't this you? <laughs> That's too much. Well, since then, has Apple contacted you, or do you do any work for nope. them since then? No. That is so interesting. Well, tell me then how you got to do the text-to-voice speech qualify for the nuance in the first instance. Well, I work for a company in Atlanta that does a lot of messaging type of work. And in, when I started to do my recordings in 2005, I noticed that these, these scripts were, were slightly different, and it was because they were trying to get all the sound combinations. In other words, the phrases were created more for sound than for content. Uh, but basically, I was told that it was more messaging type of stuff. It was just going to be on phone systems. And of course, at that point in time, uh, only the very uh, uber geeks really understood what a phone system could become. <laughs> and the rest of us found out in 2011 when Siri showed up. That's interesting. So when you did the original text-to-voice or the voice-to-text... It's uh, called a te- text-to-speech, actually, or interactive voice recognition. Right, okay, text-to-speech. Did you have to audition for that, or they just how did they, how did they select you? Uh, well, I, as I say, I, work for, I do a lot of work for a company that, that does messaging work, and they just uh, asked me to do it. I and see. then uh, then my voice was chosen to be Siri, but I don't know how. Right. So you know, that, or by whom. 
So that original text-to-speech you did, that was that for GPS, or what was that used for? It's been used in many instances. It's been used on GPS systems, and it's used on, you know, for Siri. And it's, it's been used for, for many things, in, you know, in the interactive voice, uh, you know, category. Interesting. And when they ask you to read these passages, did they tell you to be, you know, unemotional or sound robotic or anything like that? Well, you weren't trying to sound robotic. You were just trying to sound consistent. Every phrase had to be read in the same pitch, at the same pace, the same tone, so that the sounds could be as consistent as possible. So you wouldn't put a lot of emotion into a sentence. In other words, if, if I was speaking to you like this, I'd say, wow, I went down the street today. Oh, my word, you wouldn't believe what I saw. You know, and if you were reading that for text-to-speech, you'd say, I walked down the street and you wouldn't believe what I saw. Hmm. You know, very uh, uh, without emotion. <laughs> so since, but now that you, so everyone knows you as the voice of Siri, I assume now, I mean, it seems like most people know it. Uh, do you still do a lot of text-to-speech kind of stuff now? No, I really stopped doing that um, a couple of years ago. They, um, I did some updated, the original recordings I did that became Siri were done in 2005, the month of July, four hours a day, five days a week. And then for four months, I did updates in 2011 and 12. And then uh, the Nuance Company wanted to put me under contract for another five years, and I, <laughs> I, I politely declined. Um, it's very, very, very tedious work, and it's definitely the opposite of creative. So at that point in my life, I just wanted to do something else. Right. You know, it did. You know, it pays fairly well, but but it is very tedious work. I'll bet. Well, what kind of other voice recordings do you do, and and how did you get into the voice recording business in the first place? Well, I'm a singer, and I started off years and years ago singing jingles for commercials. Um, anyone in your audience who doesn't know what a jingle is, it's a song that's created for a radio or TV commercial. And a lot of that was being done in the 70s and 80s. And I used to work at this one particular studio a lot. One day, the voice actor didn't show up to read the copy for the jingle we had just sung. And they said, well, Susan, you don't have an accent. Come over here and read this copy. And so I did, and I realized, oh, I can do this. <laughs> so I got a voice coach and then a, a, a talent agent, and I've been doing voiceovers ever since. I see. So do you do that just for commercials, or do you also do movies, or what kind of voiceovers do you do? Well, I, ha I haven't been fortunate enough to do movies, but I've done all different kinds of things. I've done radio and TV commercials, and I've done uh, narrations and e-learning, and I've done a lot of um, uh, just you know different narrations for different types of uh, programs and for different educational things. Plus, you know, messaging, and uh, so it's been a it's it's a very interesting gig because uh, every day is different. Are there any any famous commercials or any famous jingles that you've done that uh, that you can share? Probably nothing famous nationally. Um, the the probably the most. Uh, uh, ubiquitous voice is the uh, Delta Airlines Gates voice worldwide. I'm the voice of Delta Airlines Gates worldwide. So I'm the one that tells you what zone you're in. <laughs> and is that just your natural voice, or do you, is that a special voice? Yeah, that's my natural voice. I yeah, see. pretty Got much. It. And uh, what about generally? I mean, your voiceovers, they're all just your voice, or do you actually do you do accents, or do you try to do somebody else's voice or anything like that? Yes, I can, I can do accents, and, it, it, you know, if you'd like to go on my website, you can see a TED Talk that I did, and I do a lot of different voices on that. 
Hmm. Uh, uh, during that performance. So, hmm. yeah. Now, do you enjoy being a voiceover actor? Oh, yes, very much. Yeah, I love it. Is it is it more fun than actually being the actor, or do you think it's, how do you compare it with being an actor? Well, it's more fun for me because I'm not a very comfortable person in my own body, and you, I think you have to be very comfortable in your own body to be a, to be a, a really good uh, uh, actor. Hmm. A, you know, I, I call myself a voice actor, but not just not a regular actor. Well, Susan, it's been a fascinating conversation. It's a thrill to talk to uh, one of the series anyways, and I really <laughs> appreciate your uh, taking the time to talk to me. Well, great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This is Richard Chu and Susan Bennett. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.